Welcome to this special episode of Dungeons and Daughters. Uh, as you can probably tell, I am not Stephanie, nor am I Shannon. Uh, my name is Mike Bakoven. I have done a podcast with Steph and our friend Chad Plumback called The Atomic Weight of Cheese for the past, man, what is it, three years now? Three, three years. four years? Three years, yeah. Man, that's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, Steph and, and Shannon have asked me on uh, graciously to talk to them a little bit about the podcast and uh, what they're doing, how it kind of developed, and hopefully give you a better sense of where this kind of wild idea came from and uh, a little bit more about the people behind it. So that's enough of me. Let's go ahead and welcome Steph and Shannon, who, you, uh, who you've probably been listening to for a couple episodes now. Welcome, everybody. Thank you, Mike. We're Thanks, really Mike. happy that you're doing this for us. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. This is this is good. I, I, uh, I'm glad I don't have to uh, be the one on the answering end of the question. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Creative stuff is cool, and you guys are doing creative stuff, and that is cool. So, so let's start off... Um, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast—that's a—that's a lot of fun. But you've got to have a background in that, yeah? Can you can you tell me about when you were both kind of first exposed to Dungeons and Dragons? Kind of what? When did you both start playing? What's your experience with it? How did that go? So my exposure with Dungeons and Dragons has been kind of in that vague cultural way that you know about. You know, the nerds play it while you're growing up, mm -hmm. and uh, when I was still in high school. A friend of mine and I tried to just jump into a campaign that some other people had been playing for a long time and they weren't super interested in letting a bunch of newbies play with them. Ooh. So it was a, a bit of a disappointing experience. And so I kind of left it for a while. There is there are no worse nerds than exclusionary nerds. Oh, the gatekeepers. No, thank you. <laughs> but in the last couple of years, um, Critical Role has gotten really big, and I've known people who have been super into watching and listening to them play. And so between that and um, its popularity with Stranger Things, my interest started to get piqued a little bit more and more. So for people who aren't familiar with the world of RPG podcasts, Critical Role is like the big name, okay. but they have so much content they have hundreds of hours and all of their episodes are so long that it's it's daunting to try and jump into that so i started listening to an off the beaten path rpg podcast called join the party that okay. is specifically made to be accessible for people who don't know a lot about dungeons and dragons yeah, and I that's how that. i started getting into the actual gameplay and the mechanics and the whole theories behind it yeah mm -hmm. i remember when you made me listen to like the first season of join the party mm -hmm. and they would like stop every now and then to explain what a d20 is what a saving throw is that's yeah. nice so, so so that people just coming into it who weren't familiar with D D would have that basis for the the dice mechanics of the game mm -hmm. and i found that, that really interesting and there are no better nerds than inclusionary nerds, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we love the inclusionary nerds. Absolutely. That's cool. Okay, so so this thing is kind of out there in the cultural zeitgeist. It's it's around. You tried it once, it didn't really work. Um what about it hooked you in and kind of what about D&D do you find interesting kind of both as I guess as Steph as a player and, and Shannon as as the DM or dungeon master he says to be inclusionary <laughs> so what, what do you like about it I guess yeah 
what interests me most about D&D and any kind of tabletop role-playing game is the fact that it's a tool for storytelling with your friends more than anything else, more than a game. It's just sitting around a table telling stories like humans have done for their entire history. Yeah. Storytelling with rules. Storytelling with rules that kind of give you a place to jump off from. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of creative people in the world who don't like they have an idea in their head and they can't figure out how to get it out. Things like D&D or any other kind of media that you're doing gives you a foothold to jump off from. Yeah. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that you can take um something an entire campaign that someone has written out but then just by the nature of you and your friends or me and my mom playing this game it's going to become something different just because we're the ones playing it yeah it kind of seems to me like a unique way of interpreting art almost Mm -hmm. cool how about you steph what was it that uh that got you kind of interested and yeah I I played some when I was um just just out of high school. I had some friends who 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 were serious players, but they didn't play D&D. They played like uh Cyberpunk and um Star Wars and those kind of RPGs. And so I yeah. played a little bit with that, you know, and except I was I wasn't really into it then. I was more just more of the social aspect of it, hanging with my friends kind of thing and I remember making character sheets and everything and then uh-huh. finding that part, the the building of my character, more fun than actually playing, <laughs> which is kind of like how I am about playing Sims too. You know, I, I like yeah. to build the house, but I don't really care about playing. But then I kind of got away from it. I had a kid and, you know, life happened and I didn't really get back into it until um, you really. Huh. <laughs> and we started playing at your house and, um, and that was a lot more fun because I was hanging with people I really like to hang with and and, uh, um, doing something new. And it was, it was a lot of fun and I just kind of just dig it from there, you know? Yeah. Well, Shannon, when did you realize that it was something that you liked playing, but also something you wanted to run? Because in my experience, being the, being a player and then being the dungeon master are two extremely different, experiences and disciplines. I mean, when I was putting together a game at one point, I felt like I was in college and I was cramming, you know, it's like, okay, here's how these mechanics work. Here's how the story is going to work. And then of course we made it through a third of a story that I thought we'd get through in two hours. And, you know, (laughs) we've gone off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Went went off the rails. So, so when, when did you know you wanted to lead this thing and do the other side of it? So, I don't know that I necessarily decided that, yeah, I think I want to DM. It's that it goes back to the storytelling aspect of it. It's that I've had uh, the general contours of a big sweeping adventuring story in my head since I was oh old enough to read. Uh. Uh, yeah. And it seemed like a D&D campaign was a great way to build it out and give me an outside impetus for creating not just the overarching plot of it, but the whole story itself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just uh, off, off on tangent a little bit, did you find that when you were mapping it out, it was different than it was in your head? I mean, did the rules that we talked about earlier kind of dictate 
uh, some changes to what, what you were thinking of? Sort of. With Dungeons and Daughters, we are following kind of loosely ah. along with the DM's guide and mechanics and stuff. And there are a lot of D&D players out there who are probably going to be a little bit irritated with me for that. <laughs> um, but my personal feelings about it is if the rules and the mechanics of it get in the way of the fun, then what's the point? Absolutely. Here, here. So if you are, say, running a bunch of stages of something and you have to do certain steps in each part of the stage, but say we got super into it and forgot a couple of them. <laughs> it was in the name of fun. So I'm just going to let it slide. Yeah, yeah I, think, about, I think that's like uh, when I take you off the rails from you have the story plotted out as we're playing and then I make a decision you didn't anticipate <laughs> uh, yes which she is very good at I am very good at that I as remember well that I know the, my daughter <laughs> yeah I remember that in the very first episode too that that was a dynamic that like quickly came about you know it's like oh crap I didn't think of that <laughs> I didn't think this through yeah well so then Steph when did you realize Shannon was was leading campaigns and, and was pretty good at it. I mean, was that, was that something you remember happening um, or was it just kind of something that developed over time? Well, it was that uh, I always knew she'd be, she's good at anything she tries, but when we were playing, <laughs> when we, uh, I think, didn't you lead a campaign over at Mike's? You ran, you ran a game. For was us? it at Mike's or was it at Kit's? Well, we did some at Kit's too, but I think we ran one where you were the DM. Maybe. Did I did well, we do that, Mike? I remember <laughs> the one where my kids were both hot dogs. Yeah. Oh yeah. But was that and you or was that Mike? I think that was me. Yeah. Okay. So that sounds like been... something they do to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So it would have been the first time I played while Shannon was running the game. Okay. And 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 I realized that she she handled everything so smoothly and and knew exactly, you know, what was going to happen when we rolled the 20 or a one or, or what have you. And, and she just had the creative thing going on while she was playing that it just kind of led the game, you know, and we all had a lot of fun. And that's when I knew she was, <laughs> she was good, going to be good at it. You know? Cool. Well, you're a writer yourself, Steph. So, I mean, you know, a little yeah. bit about kind of, you know, when that yeah. kind of magic stuff is happening. And it's like, it must've been really cool to see. It is. To see yeah. that. Especially, you know, when it's my kid and I'm just in there like proud mom, but I've also got to play. Yeah. I also got to figure out how to screw this game up. (laughs) That's great. Okay. So I want to back up a little bit. Uh, Are you both kind of podcast people? I am more so than mom is. Uh, I am am more interested in the back end of it. Okay. The audio engineering and such. Yeah. Okay. So aside from uh, uh, Dungeons and Daughters and the Atomic Weight of Cheese, what else do you guys listen to? I am a little bit picky about the podcasts that I will listen to. And the ones that I come back to the most are the ones where the hosts have obvious chemistry and they have fun with each other because it makes me feel like I'm included in on that fun. So Mm -hmm. um, I like a lot of uh, Multitude Studios. Uh, podcasts what what do they do i guess i don't know them um they are an independent podcast collective based out of new york and they do a lot of experimental stuff with podcasts they have a game show um called meddling adults oh cool i don't 
I, I, I don't know why I'm plugging them. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell um, us where your influences are. Like, where, where'd that come uh, from? So they, they're also the ones who um, produce Join the Party, which is okay. that, inc- that super inclusive D&D podcast. Um, so, and like my whole journey down the rabbit hole of podcasts began with Welcome to Night Vale. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I really love narrative style podcasts that have a story you can follow as well as like, you know, your general, here's a couple of people talking about mm-hmm. something they're interested in. Right. Sort right. Of a thing. But as long as those people have the chemistry, I'll listen to it. Well, like, uh, what's that says who? Oh, yes. Um, one of my other favorite podcasts is called says who, and it's not a podcast. It's a coping strategy. <laughs> Um, and it's just uh, a young adult author named Maureen Johnson and another author named Dan Sinker. And it was just them trying to deal with the aftermath of the 2016 election. Oh, man. And they just they just have enough chemistry and enough of that, like, everything is terrible. So here's some funny stuff. <laughs> yeah. man. Okay, cool. So, yeah. But what, what matters to me in a podcast is the relationship that the hosts have. All right. And so that kind of led into Dungeons and Daughters, I imagine. I mean, that mm-hmm. that's so uh, what I'm getting is, is it's kind of almost less about the campaign, although campaign is obviously a big part of it and not to get all schmulchy, but more about the relationship, right? It's more about what you guys are like together and then taking this creative, creative journey uh, together as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I got yeah. it right. Cool. Yeah, that was the, well, what Shannon has been calling our hook is the whole thing is our dynamic is what did you, we're the Gilmore girls of D and Gilmore girls of D and D. I like it. Um, just, we've been, it's just been me and mom my entire life. And we've always been told that we have an unusual mother daughter relationship. People always mm-hmm. look at us like you guys are such great friends. How did you do it? And it's just, you know, life. But we ha- we yeah. know we're aware that we have a unique relationship, and it's nice to see representation of a good parent and child relationship in media. A lot of the things that you get are, you know, parents and kids are fighting all the time. They never see eye to eye. You don't have a whole lot of parents and kids having fun together. Yeah, I think that's cool. I like it. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're you're four episodes in right now. As as of this recording, you might be. You know, I'm not sure when episode five drops, but uh, out of my own curiosity, how many episodes do you think there are going to be in this campaign? Are you going to break it up like campaigns or seasons or what, what's the plan? So the plan right now is to just kind of keep playing until until the story runs out, really. Um, cool. But you said you had enough for many seasons. <laughs> I have always been a very big fan of grand and sweeping fantasy series, and so most of the things that I pull from are, you know, 10 and 12 book series that are full of so many events that, that I can repurpose <laughs> as it were. But cool. I, I think like we're doing it with seasons. So each, each season has a chapter and um, I don't know well, that each we season has a set of chapters, a set of chapters. That's what I meant. So yeah. Right now we're like in part one where we're still, Working on leaving the Shire. Yeah. <laughs> Working on it. Sounds good. Yeah. So Gandalf has yet to give you a nudge out of the door. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've always found that plans are great, but when the rubber hits the road, things kind of, you know, things get 
that's where things get interesting. And a lot of times that's where a lot of creative endeavors really get good, right? Is when, when you're up against the, the very uh, constraints that kind of make art interesting. So has anything surprised you about doing the podcast so far now that you're kind of into it and, and has it worked out kind of like you planned or has it gone in different directions? How's it been? I'll let Shannon answer that one. <laughs> For those in the audio dimension, I'm pointing a finger directly at mom. <laughs> She's the one who surprises me. <laughs> I, having grown up with mom, I, I feel like I have like this idea of generally what she's going to do in the next, mm-hmm. so I can kind in the next like session of gameplay. So I can kind of get an idea of like, okay, she's probably going to do this thing over here. But then I realize that I'm thinking about mom and not her character, Sid. <laughs> and then when we actually sit down to play, she makes a decision that Sid would make and not Steph. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. And then I go, oh, right. <laughs> Let me sit here blankly for 30 seconds while I think of how to answer this. <laughs> Mom can edit that out. <laughs> exactly. And I that's where that audio editing comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Which Shannon is learning to do. Yes. Cool. That's that's a nice thing to know how to do. And it gives you quite the feeling of power, too. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, I could, I think if I spent enough time and had enough motivation, I could make you say anything I wanted. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably. Or, you know, if I decided that I sounded dumb, I could go back and re-record something. Yeah. Go I was going to say use this or don't, but one time I decided to take all the ums and errs and ahs and little pauses out of a podcast and transfer them into one file mm-hmm. and created like a two minute compilation of the um or um, yeah. you know, like that. It was great. Yeah. yeah. You should totally do that for the patrons, for the patrons. Yes. <laughs> Set it to a little bit of a hi hat. Yeah, it'd be great. Here's a ragtime version of every time I said um, but um, but um. No, dun, you're, dun, you're the um, but um, but um. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, but um. That's what she does a lot. That's good. <laughs> cool. So, um, I guess we get to, uh, to, as, as a way to kind of wrap up, um, so we know what you guys are getting out of the show. Kind of there's some creative bits there. There's some fun. There's some bonding. There's some storytelling. What are you hoping people who listen take from the show? Is there, uh, I heard Shannon say a little bit, you know, kind of good representation of a mother-daughter relationship. But is there anything else that you hope people are are uh, getting when they listen to Dungeon, Dungeons and Daughters? I hope that they are maybe generating an interest in learning more about D and D, you know, mm. just, just as a, well, if they can do it, you know, if, if this kid can make her mom learn how to play this game and, and have fun doing it, then maybe, maybe it's not such a nerdy thing after all, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I agree with that. I, I want people to take away that you don't, have to get everything about a game system right you just have to have fun that's it and it sounds like you guys are having fun so there it goes <laughs> totally practicing what you preach yeah for sure <laughs> all right sounds good did i miss anything is there anything else you guys want to talk about no i think that was pretty much everything yeah, i could come up with more questions <laughs> i'm sure you could mr reporter yeah <laughs> 
That's a long time ago. <laughs> you still got the skills, though. <laughs> Duh. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this special episode. But uh, thank you guys for, for taking the time. I know I am uh, I'm continuing to listen. I'm enjoying the heck out of the show. And I'm so glad that you guys are out there putting your voice out. And uh, uh, can't wait till you leave the Shire. <laughs> Thanks for coming on and talking to us, Mike. Yeah, really. Where can people it. find you on the internet if they're looking for you? Uh, <laughs> you can find me. Yeah, take that one out and set it to a beat. Um, <laughs> first point people toward the Atomic Weighted Cheese, which Steph is on, and along with our friend Chad Plombeck, who has forgotten more than I know about movies and cult cinema. And then uh, I have uh, a website, MikeBockoven.com, which is B-O-C-K-O-V-E-N, where occasionally I blog and talk about my novels and some of the other things going on. So I appreciate you letting me plug it. Your novels are really good, Mike. You can plug them you. anytime. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Listen to Dungeons and Daughters. We'll uh, eagerly awaiting episode five. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Mike. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this special episode of Dungeons and Daughters featuring acclaimed author Mike Bakovin. If you'd like to learn more about his work, visit MikeBakovin.com or find him on Twitter and Facebook. His last name is spelled B-O-C-K-O-V-E-N. We hope you've enjoyed getting to know Steph and Shannon a little bit better. And if you're enjoying our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddaughters, all spelled out. Or you can leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews give us life and helps our little show grow. Chapter 5 will be available July 30th.